0: to the Pope on Film! I am Bunny Williams, and with me is...
1: I am the Pope in question. My name is May Reverend May Lynn. I am the founder of the Church of Ed Wood, which is an actual thing worth a Google. This is episode 468 of the podcast. Yes, yes, Little Lebowski, Urban Achievers. I'm proud we are of all of that. Uh, uh we got a pretty good show. We've got a movie. Uh our movie this week is the 2022 Shudder Original. Just the fact, Shudder Original, whenever I hear that phrase, doesn't give me the most confidence. No. That I'm going to watch something wonderful or even good, but this week's movie is the 2022 Shudder Original. Christmas Bloody Christmas, which for a movie about a robotic Santa that goes crazy and starts killing people is pretty good. Oh no. I I no. I, I mean it for what it no. is, which is a robotic Santa goes nuts and kills people, I mean it could have been shittier. It could have been shittier, yes but i am I going to i, I am it. going
0: to save my thoughts for later when we actually right. get into the movie but there's a share controversy that she was lip syncing at the thanksgiving day parade I'm doesn't really everybody by... fucking lip sync at the goddamn thanksgiving day
1: parade isn't that part everybody of the parade everybody lip syncs at the thanksgiving day parade what? yeah that's a bit ridiculous yeah Everybody lip syncs at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. But, okay, that's freaking weird. I mean, if, we, um, if we're going to have a share
0: controversy, then let's have it over. Look, share, you're old. You're not fooling anybody. Okay? Let's have that I controversy. Thought it was but lip syncing at fa- the Thanksgiving Day Parade, no.
1: The thing that, that was fascinating to me about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year was they had some celebrities in the front row watching that the hosts made a point to not comment on because they currently have nothing on NBC worth promoting. Oh. Oh, still, though, that's just cold. But, like, you mean to tell me that you're standing there Hosting the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade and talking about the wonderful floats and all of the celebrities. And you're not going to mention the fact that fucking Bob Odenkirk is right behind you. Yeah. In a fucking Yankees hat watching the Macy. We're just not gonna talk about the fact that Better Call Saul is right behind you. That's weird to me. And then later, the thing about Cher was like I'm watching Cher and it's like, okay. Share. I'm watching Cher. That's fine. But then right before she finishes, they cut to the audience and it's Flava Flav! <laughs> and then they cut right back to Cher singing and it's like, no, wait a second! Can we go back to fucking Flava Flav for a second? He's at the Macy's parade. Who is he there with? Why? <laughs> And he was even wearing the one of them big fucking clocks. I was blown away by this. Yeah. So I tweeted, like, hey, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, um, please cut back to uh, Flava Flav. What's he doing in the audience? And he, like, tweeted at me.
0: Flava Flav tweeted at you?
1: Yeah. he He tweeted back, like, I'm here to let these suckers know or something like that. But yeah, Flava Flav tweeted at me while he's freezing at the Macy's parade. He got his phone out and tweeted at me. Because really? I saw him. While
0: he was at the parade. That, okay, that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. Isn't that neat? Flava Flav tweeted at me. I thought it was kind of cool. Oh yeah. You, no I cannot believe it. you. Wow. Okay. I am legitimately hurt. I feel attacked. Okay, uh, th- you know this aggression against Flavor Flav will not stand, man. <laughs> I don't know who it
0: is. <sighs> Rapper wears a big clock around his chest, like an alarm clock.
1: He's the hype man for Public Enemy. He taught us that nine one was one is in fact a joke. What about this reality show, Flavor of Love? Yeah, I don't believe this. I cannot believe this. Our top story this episode of the podcast, Jeannie doesn't know who Flavor Flave is. We will be focusing on this one thing for the rest of the show. Fuck the movie. How does Jeannie not know who Flavor Flav is? He was on so many reality shows. You know, he's the person who will show up on like a celebrity big brother or celebrity rehab or. I am shocked by this. He's the type of person that you would see like as the middle square nowadays. Him as the middle square? No.
0: He would be in there. He would be in there. But are you thinking like. Yeah. Are you, are you thinking, like, for Flavor Flav, I'm thinking kind of D-list. What do you think there? I'm thinking C-list. C-list? Yeah. He's kind of borderline, I'm thinking... just like this week's movie. But
1: anyway. Bunny. Yes. I have nothing planned That's okay. for this opening. I have nothing written. I have just finished performing a big show at a college, and I am physically and emotionally exhausted from it. And so usually I have an opening monologue, a chuck full of fun and bits and stuff, but I just don't have it in me to write that much. So this might not be the longest episode of The Pope on Film this week, but next week, the next episode, I'm really excited about it. It's a new movie. And um I, I I've been wanting to see it and it just came out as a digital download. It's even still in theaters. I could drive twenty five minutes away and go see it. But uh, next episode I promise I'll be more rested and less depressed and be able to to I promise I'll go hard. I'll even write a an his an historic approximations next week. Okay. Next episode. So, uh, but I did write one joke. Yeah. Though, a new one for the podcast. Uh, I've been trying to okay, write wait some, some wait actual thing, jokes. Second.
0: Don't tell it yet. Warm up some. Okay. Warm up. Jeannie, warm up. Warm up. She's going to tell a new joke. Warm Sir? up. Oh, okay. we, yeah, we got to get limber. I thought we were acting like chickens. No, we got to get limber right. for her new joke. Okay, ready? Yeah.
1: What, what what ingredient do Nazi bakers like to cook with? White flour, white flour. Oh. Okay. Hmm, I've yeah, got another pretty one. Good, pretty good. It must be really di- Thank you. I've got another one. It must be really difficult being uh a child of a cable installer. Oh son, you hurt yourself? Okay, let me help you. How about Thursday between the hours of eight a.m. and eight p.m. Yes, you don't have to go to school. Just just stay and wait, and <laughs> at some point in time, I'll show up to help you. <laughs> and then he does. Uh, and and this this one isn't a joke, but I I just wanted to uh to to mention it. Um, so a few nights ago, I got really high and I came across a Tom, H- a movie poster for a Tom Hanks film that I've definitely never seen. It's a 1986 drama called Every Time We Say Goodbye.
0: Uh, I, I Have you ever I, seen you this probably movie? probably posted it. I, I, it doesn't ring a bell.
1: Okay um it's called every time we say goodbye it's set in like world war ii but the tagline of the film is in a time and a world of impossible love he would accept nothing less than everything what the fuck does this mean (laughs) i am so confused I'm used to in a world, if they, I and I bet that they could just do in a world of impossible love, but no, in a time and a world of impossible love, he would accept nothing less than everything. What the fuck does that mean, and why should that one bizarre-ass sentence make me want to see the 1986 drama every time we say goodbye?
0: And who was it with him? Somebody- unexpected was in him in it with him i forget who though
1: uh no hold on uh
0: somebody i'm thinking like somebody way over tom hanks's pay grade at that time like meryl see the thing is is that
1: no um benedict taylor who the fuck is benedict taylor uh, I have no idea. Okay. It, the thing is, is that it's a movie that's set in Jerusalem, and so it's Tom Hanks, Benedict Taylor, and all of these foreign actors that I've never heard of. So he stars in the film with Gia Almagor, Moshi Ivgi, Jacques Cohen, and Moni M- M- Moshanov
0: got the money money
1: Yeah so so I have no freaking idea what this is. It looks horrible. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it, but what the hell does that mean? It's been bugging me for quite a while.
0: And what year was in it? Time... Where was he in his career? What year was it again?
1: It was 86. 86. Wow. Oh, so I feel like it's just starting ish you know
0: yeah we have uh, we have not hit we have not hit the the string of rom-coms yet yeah he probably didn't even uh, know who the hell Meg Ryan was yet 86 so so he would have done mazes and monsters
1: it was right after she will never and make up one before. red shoe, but it was before Money Pit and Dragnet. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here, here's what it's about a Protestant World War II pilot and a Jewish girl fall in love in Jerusalem, even though their diverse backgrounds threaten to pull them apart. Okay according to oh that can't be right hold on a second wait that can't be right um this movie made 278 thousand dollars at the box office worldwide wow every wow, at the time sucks. every time we say goodbye What's considered to be the most expensive Israeli film of all, it, at the time, it cost $3.7 million to make. However, the film was a major box office bomb with worldwide grosses of only $278,623. And to this day, it remains the lowest grossing theatric re- theatrically released film starring Tom Hanks. Wow. In a time and a world. Yeah, but but that tagline has been bugging the shit out of me. In a time and a world of impossible love, he would accept nothing less than anything. What the hell does that even mean? It makes no sense, and it pisses me off. I'm, it's sending me into a rage.
0: So this was an Australian... Israeli. An Israeli movie. Yeah. Yeah, look at that fucking cast.
1: Yeah, a bunch of people I've never heard of.
0: Well. You know, h- how many Israeli movies really bring in a box office?
1: I mean, so far they haven't had their breakout hit. So far, is is have yet yeah. to have their reset even Yeah, yeah. Which is the ultimate sign of so like I, a massive. So now, having
0: looked at it, I'm not too terribly shocked that it was not the major
1: hit. And and yet, and yet, it is astounding to me that here in the year of our Lord 2023, there are Tom Hanks movies that are obscure. You know, because everybody loves and is obsessed with Tom Hanks, and now Tom Hanks makes a movie. And, well, never mind, because nobody saw Pinocchio. That movie was shit, but like, do you hear what I'm saying? It's shocking yeah. to me that that like there are Tom Hanks movies people don't know about.
0: Yeah, I, but but uh, see now now that I now that I looked it up on IMDb and I had a look at it, yeah. How can you expect this to? How can you expect this to make any money? I mean, literally, you sat back with. What sounds like is supposed to be an emotionally charged drama. And for your lead, you get the Bosom Buddies guy.
1: Because that's all he was then. Bunny, you are lucky that it is Christmas. Otherwise, we'd do this stupid-ass movie in the next episode. Yeah. (laughs) But we are not going to. Because it's Christmas. Hi Eleanor. Hey, please don't get into the camera, especially with your uh, bloody nose. We don't want to get a uh, 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 we don't want to get a stripe because you're bleeding from your nasal passage. I, I, I don't want to show blood on you, the channel, and you don't have a bloody nose right now. I
0: would bet you that one's not even on Tom Hanks's I think resume. That's
1: a, that's a- Okay, so uh so Bonnie, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good, hanging on, all that. I had tickets to go see to go to a I got free tickets to go to a Godzilla fan event. Hmm. It was uh it was on Wednesday evening. It was a special preview of the new Godzilla movie, Godzilla minus one. It's the new Godzilla (laughs) film from Toho, and it's supposed to be amazing. Um, am I lagging right now? Okay. No. I don't know what to do about the lagging. Okay, good. So, um, I had the tickets, and I was all ready to go, and I was all excited, but then they canceled it at the last second, because apparently the entire theater closed down. I still don't know why, but, um... Hey honey, can I go to the movies on mo- on Monday? Hey honey, hey honey, can I go to the movies on Monday? Okay, uh, I might go see it on Monday. Uh, I had a big show. Yes,
0: you did.
1: I am. Which yeah, that anybody was exciting. Can see on YouTube. Yes, I put. I put. All the parts that I was in on YouTube, the audience really went nuts when we started dancing to the Dragon Tales theme. I I watched it. You did great. Thank you. I was nervous. I was really nervous. There, yeah, but it it was really successful. And uh, the there's a professor at the college um, who wants to team up with the woman who is in charge of the LT, LGBTQ. Student organization there, and they both want me to come down and do my own show. Cool. So, so that's exciting. My own one woman show. It, I'm not going to say any jokes. It's just going to, I, I'm I'm moved by an A24 film, and so for my big one woman college show, I'm just going to be eating an entire pie. Upstairs. Yeah. Just like the movie A Ghost Story. Yeah. I will just be sitting on the stage eating a pie to massive applause. I think that's a, a great idea. Because people love a ghost story. People love that tale. They do. No, yeah. I'm still not going to like that one. No. Yeah? No. I joined an A24 group. It, it was a uh, guy with on, a sheet over his head. No. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole movie Oh man, that movie was crazy So I had a big performance yeah, I, I I meant to mention this on stage But I forgot to mention it I'm backstage And it was really exciting to be backstage At this drag show Because it was a really nice backstage area And there was a guy's dressing room And a women's dressing room But we all just got changed in the same dressing room And it was really cool to see like Women getting naked and men getting naked and trans women getting naked and just all of us there. And we're all just like gabbing and singing songs together. And it was really fun. And uh I'm all nervous and I'm like live tweeting about it on my wife's phone. And uh a Twitter user decides to attack me. Okay. And his, to give you an idea, uh, his Twitter handle was Hunter Biden's Laptop. Oh, my God. Okay. He was a MAGA, he was a God-loving and MAGA-loving American patriot. And I was tweeting about my show and how nervous I was and everything, and he decides to attack me. He's got all this anti-trans stuff on his page. And all this pro Trump, pro Elon Musk shit. And so he he writes on there. Gee, gender dysphoria much? <laughs> and so, okay. and so it, it takes me a while to realize that he's like attacking me. So I start reading it to everyone in the dressing room, and they're all coming up with things that I should do. One of the uh, topless women was like, take a picture of us right now with my titties out and I'll flip them off. And so what I eventually did was I I tweeted back to them, uh, yeah, duh, that's what being trans is all about. Gee, when you see a blind person, do you say, see much? <laughs> so then... I was really happy. I was I I tweeted that and I told everybody in the dressing room, and they laughed. And then, like a few minutes afterwards, he made his Twitter account private and then deleted the tweet. Oh, it was it was a good win for me. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was it, was, it was, was a really good win, and I liked that a lot.
0: So something we don't get to
1: talk about under Biden's laptop.
0: Yeah. I don't think we get enough to talk about, but what is your thoughts on the state of the Marvel universe?
1: I thought the Marvels was cute. It was short and it was quick and it was funny and the the characters and the back and forth between the the three main heroes i thought was cute i think it's going really good places i don't think it's all as doom and gloom as the media wants you to believe because uh, like you... loki was amazing i really liked loki i didn't particularly like thor i didn't particularly like ant-man but i like where it's headed i like the idea of like the kang like like the kang wars and the Se- and, and, and all of that like they're leading towards good things. I'm just not sure if those things will be good. Yeah, I was you very,
0: know? I was very disappointed in Thor. Uh, Ant Man, I, I can, I recognize it being problematic, but I was entertained. It's Paul fucking Rudd, you know. I was entertained. It's Paul Rudd anyway. and Bill Except Murray. Modok, and- I will punch you in the face if you say something positive about Modok. But. Oh, yeah.
1: uh, the soldiers' costumes were very realistic. See
0: that's awesome yeah. uh, but i've I've been hearing like i've I've been hearing a lot like it's good. Marvel's is good, you know, but it's just getting a backlash of hate because now everybody wants Marvel to tank. yeah, and they hate Bree Larson for for God knows what reasons. They've been after her since she she was she started as Miss Mar as Captain Marvel, yeah. But still, overall, the Marvel universe has been really, really disappointing, and I want it back. I want to see the comeback. You know, I want to see. Season get two back of- Loki top, is amazing. Man. I want to have something to be excited about again. I want it, I want something to be able to forget the, the hellish nightmare world we live in, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just hoping that uh, it there if James Gunn if James Gunn plays his cards right, we could actually see a world where DC has more successful movies than Marvel. Yeah. In the future. And I think that that's exciting. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like right now with the the wrestling wars between WWE and AEW. Like, it's a really exciting time to get into wrestling and to know about the ins and outs of of the professional wrestling world. And these two companies fighting just means good stuff for wrestling fans. And it's ridiculous. Like I've always hated DC, but now that James Gunn's going to be heading it, I love the fact that he made the movie *Brightburn*, a gory take on Superman. Ten minute water. That was my bunny impression. (laughs) And DC said, "We're not going to sue this man. We're going to give him everything." Like Willy Wonka with Charlie Bucket. Yeah. All of this is yours, Charlie. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it, I'm fascinating that the guy who did Brightburn is now in charge of all of DC. Yeah. That's fucking fascinating.
0: Well, just just anybody anybody coming out of trauma. Okay, yeah. I mean
1: fucking James yeah. Gunn is a trauma guy. That is so crazy. It's like uh, it's 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 kind of like how we got, like, like so many famous directors from the man who made StarCraft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah exactly. kind of like that.
0: Exactly. It's like well, yeah. Lloyd Kaufman hasn't had many of those, so like I guess he was due with James Gunn.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was about time he got a win. (laughs) Because I I mentioned I mentioned it, it so I've been trying to write more jokes. It's been difficult. Yeah. But I'm trying to be I'm trying to figure out what my performance is right now okay
0: okay but to help you with the jokes okay yes carry a little pad and a pen or something like that and as soon as a joke hits your brain write it down even if it sucks write it down all right what you what you're doing is you're training your brain to have thought Oh, I should do that. That is a really good idea.
1: Yeah. That is a really good idea.
0: So you're just trying to reinforce yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So. That's all I have. Did you hate this week's movie, Bunny?
0: Did I hate this week's movie?
1: Hmm? I
0: think hate is fair.
1: I liked it. I I liked it. It had a good female protagonist. We'll
0: get there. We'll get there.
1: I liked the dialogue that she <laughs> had, especially with the guy, uh Robbie, who didn't need to die. Uh I really liked her. I fell in love with, with her. She reminded me of a few exes of mine, actually. We, but okay, no, we, we'll get to we it will, in the second, yes. so the second half. Let's let's move into the second half because yeah, a little teaser, a little teaser for our discussion. All right. Uh, so yes, let's move now to our. Um, did you see someone from Mystery Science Theater in this movie?
0: Not that I noticed.
1: Okay. Okay, we'll talk about that. And someone from ER is in this week's movie. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be talking about that later, too. Okay, Okay, so let's move on to our big uh, halftime break show, because I got nothing else. Oh,
0: I got a P. Do you have anything? Nah. What did you say? I said
1: I got a P anyway. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, So... We will be right back with more of the Popon film after this. Do 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 do